morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time you're listening to this podcast. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is Learning from Her Podcast with Heaven Onyabo. And here we learn from amazing and phenomenal women, women who have blazed the trail and set the pace in diverse areas of life. And on today's episode, la la la, we are going to be learning from a woman as usual. <laughs> A beautiful woman, yes, we always learn from beautiful women, a beautiful woman, an outstanding woman, a unique woman, a Nigerian woman, yeah, this time around we are coming home to a Nigerian based woman, <laughs> and she's my name, she's a pastor too, yeah, she's a servant of the Lord, she's my name, Pastor Esther Ibanga, mm-hmm. I know many of us uh, may not be familiar with that name at all, but of course, that's why we are here for you. <laughs> okay, Pastor Esther Ibanga, she was a pastor and she was actually the first female general overseer, like a lead pastor of a church down there in just Plateau State. Actually, that's where her she actually left her imprint the more in plateau states of um yes plateau states of nigeria so she's actually the first senior pastor of a church the first lead pastor of a church there in plateau states and then she became the first african woman to win the Nimano Peace Prize. So she's a peacemaker. So we're about to actually delve into this woman and learn a whole lot from her. So just come with me. Okay, we shall be looking at her her life, her education, her work, and then we'll be looking at her NGO basically and what she was able to do and achieve through that. So we start then her life. Esther Ibanga was born on 31st March 1961 to Abu and Maria Moabimiko. She was the seventh of ten children and one of eight daughters. She hails from Nasara State in Nigeria. Her father was a policeman who won awards for his bravery and honesty. She says of him, My father was a praying man and a prophet. We were born and raised in an atmosphere of prayer. He named me Baban Machi, which means great woman. Of course, and you see that uh, that name actually came to be. So it's very important, actually, as parents, you call your children the reality you want to see in them, and not what they are portraying at the moment. So her father always calls her a great woman, and today we celebrate her as a great woman. Her strict mother, who is by name Mariamu Abemiku, was a housewife who was known as Mama Mission. Mama Mission means like um. Oh, I'll be explaining the mother of church, like you know, someone who is always found in the house of God. And so they call him Mama Mission, that in Hausa language. Due to her involvement with fellowship of the church, which is Zumutan Mata, the um, women wing of the church of the mission trips. Okay, she embarked on several mission trips. Pastor Esther Ibanga is married to her husband for 25 years now. 
and he's by name Ikoedem Ibanga and they have two beautiful daughters by name Uyai and Ifyok. Her education. Ibanga studied her education at St. Paul's Primary School, Kasuan Kaji in just not local government area of Plateau State from 1968 to 1973. She had her secondary school education at St. Louis College in just from 1973. In 1978, she enrolled for an advanced level program at the School of Basic Studies, Zaria, Kaduna State, where she obtained an interim joint matriculation board certificate. Her passion for business led her to obtain a bachelor's degree in business administration at Amadobello University of Zaria, Kaduna State from 1979 to 1983. In 2001, she obtained an MBA from the University of Jersey. Her work life. Pastor Ibanga started her work experience a nation plan consortium where she served the compulsory one-year national youth service corps program as a young graduate after her nysc she got a job with just steel rolling mills where she worked as a marketing officer she then worked for the central bank of nigeria where she rose to a manager she left this job after 16 years in 1995 so that she could be the first woman to lead a church in Jersey. and the name of her church is the Times Square Church that's amazing um, now she also she is the founder of an NGO Women Without Walls initiative that is Wobi so we are looking at Wobi now Pastor Esther, Pastor Mrs. Esther Ibanga is the president and founder of the Women Without Walls Initiative, a non-governmental, all-inclusive organization of Nigerian women from every facet of life. WOWI was established in April 2010, born out of a need to respond to the incessant crisis that rocked Plateau State, Nigeria, for over a decade. The organization focuses on six areas advocacy, provision of relief to internally displaced persons and the needy, training of women in peace building initiatives and activities, dialogues and mediation between warring parties, developmental projects in under privileged communities with grievances that became drivers of violence and women and youth empowerment. Through this platform that is worry, she has made tremendous progress in restoring peace between the Christian and Muslim communities, especially in Just Not, a flashpoint and volatile community within Plateau State, Nigeria. The idea is to reach out to women, both nationally and internationally, and empower them to fight for and advance the cause of women folk, youth and children, irrespective of ethnic, religious or political affiliation. In February 2010, Ibanga led a march to protest against the Dogon Nahawa ethno-religious crisis in Plateau states. There was said to be 100,000 Christian women dressed in black taking part in the march that is more like a protest. The march ended at the government house in Jos, where the participants protested about the lost lives and particularly those of women and children. 
Muslim women also were not left out. That is, um, Pastor Esther actually had to go and um, she made she met one of the Muslim uh, women leader and then she talked with her. So both of them joined forces in doing this thing. So a mu- Muslim woman who was uh, led by Hajia Khadijad Hawaja protested about the killings in Jos as they too had lost children and husbands. Pastor Esther Ibanga agreed with the Muslim woman and joined them to fight for an end to to ethno-religious violence. To ethno-religious violence. That is now... Hajiya Khadija Hawaja became Wowi's financial secretary. So basically, let me break it down a little. Basically, what this woman did was she was able to unite both the Christian um, community and the Muslim community. Listening to one of her, listening to um, I think listening to one of her broadcasts, she said, she said, "You as a as a Muslim, you are not my enemy, and I am not your enemy." So she had this mindset that we are brothers. So on that ground, she went out. Even like now, um, when the Muslims were um, were going out for their own protests, she joined them. And she also mobilized women that also joined in this protest. So she's actually an amazing woman. It's actually not a small thing, I tell you, to actually enter into these territories because <laughs> I grew up in the north and just particularly I... I, when they say this woman, the things she did, I know Italy took and costed her a lot to actually achieve that because it's not easy to break into these communities, I tell you. It's not easy. This woman teamed up to bring the message of peace to conflicting communities. Nevertheless, not all communities accepted their message. They had to come up with a strategy to carry out projects for the communities so they can agree to dialogue and have peace talk with the people. On one of such occasions, where we took up the project to dig a well for a community as they didn't have clean source of drinking water, the well was called a peace well where both Muslims and Christians shared from. So they had actually approached this community there in Jews because it was one of the warring communities and they wanted to speak to them and also to enlighten their women on, okay, this is the, these are the roles that you can play to ensure peace, the, the, the stabilization of peace in your community. But this community didn't want to give them a hearing ears. So they actually looked around and said, okay, what can we do for this community? We want to penetrate into this place. And they said, oh, wow, they don't have water. So they made an alliance with them. Okay, we give you a clean source of water and then you listen to us. And then that was all. So with that strategy, they were able to break in into that community. In 2014, the Chibok um, school girls kidnapping took place and where we joined the bring back our girls campaign in partnership with other women leaders on the plateau women from both faiths were mobilized and a protest rally was held calling on the nigerian government to expedite the search and secure release of the abducted Chibo girls. She also participated in a rally in Istanbul, Turkey during an international conference. She has not stopped on campaigning for the release of the Chibok girls to date. She speaks at conferences, seminars, workshops, and workshops around the world to advocate for the release of those girls. As you know, there will always be 
the critics. <laughs> so she was criticized by the Christian community for associating with the Muslims. It didn't make her back out of what she was doing, but rather fueled her passion to do more. In the year 2015, she won the prestigious Niwano Peace Prize for promoting peace among people of different ethnic groups and religions in just Plateau State. This makes her the first woman in Africa to bring home such an award. And that is really, really a big one. Makes her the first African woman to bring home such an award. I actually watched um, her... The, 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 the clip of her celebration and and um, notable men and women were on ground just to celebrate this icon it's not easy to bridge that gap it's really not easy to bridge that gap you're gonna face a whole lot of things you know listening to her she said there were so many persecutions there were times just like even those persons she's trying to unite even after her life there was a time when her mother's house was blazed down with fire you know it's actually no small feat but she yielded she yielded to God. And then she said, this last statement, as I round up, she said, God is ready to transform lives if we will let him use us. God is ready to transform lives if only we will let him use us. That is, if only we are going to avail ourselves, if only we are going to yield ourselves for whatever God it is, what it is that God is calling us to do. I'm actually particularly excited about this woman because one, she's a pastor and then she was able to do all of these things. So being in the ministry didn't give her this mindset, oh no, no, I don't have, I shouldn't do anything for my community. I should just serve God, praise the Lord, lead people to Christ. She saw a need and then she marched out. You know, just like um, last week we learned from Matai Wangari, she said, I am a hummingbird and I will do the best I can. And this is a woman today that we're learning from who had done and is still doing the best that she can. We will not say that peace has totally been restored, but that which she has done cannot be forgotten. So I challenge you, as she has also challenged me, that we should just allow God use us to transform lives those ideas um those initiatives those things that come to your mind don't just hold them don't keep them to yourself just go out there you know most of these women when they start doing this thing that they were doing they didn't see the awards coming they didn't see the glory there but that is the beauty of serving humanity doing these things you always get rewarded i hope this has inspired us today it has also greatly inspired me and um thank you so much for tuning in again today on learning from her podcast with heaven Oyabo. next week is also going, going to be an amazing time where we're going to be learning from another beautiful and exceptional woman so um i encourage you to <laughs> to tune back with me next week as we take a beautiful ride into exploring another Amazon. God bless you.